0: We've seen we're entering into a time of transition. And last week we looked at Mary and she brought forth the seed for that transition. And so this week we're going to look at what I call don't be afraid of the darkness. Yea, darkness is coming up on the earth. Deep darkness is coming up on the earth. But we don't have to be afraid because God has provided a place for you and I. You know, one of the scriptures that uh, spoke to me and when I was discovering my place as female made in the image of God was in Galatians chapter four, verse four. It says, But when the fullness of time was come, well let me back up. Let me so it's Galatians chapter four, verse one. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, though he's Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. You know, we were talking about transition. The elements of this world are burning up and we're gonna be taking on new elements, new principles. Instead of uh, voice contact and physical contact, we're having spiritual contact with the Holy Ghost and power of God. But it says, but when the fullness of the time was come, And folks, the cup of sin is about to get full. The fullness of the time is at the door. When the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son and made of a woman, made under the law. And when I saw that scripture, I thought, you know, if that's the way you came the first time, Jesus, that's very much likely the way you're gonna come the second time. So I I think that women and children uh, will probably hear the footsteps first and i think it's the the point point of teaching the role of the woman the purpose position and power of the woman is that we know our where to stand uh our our pastor years back used to say i don't when the holy ghost hits i don't care how how high you jump just as long as when your feet hit the ground they're pointed straight so we women we want our feet to be pointed straight we may get excited and and caught up in the things of the spirit because we sense them, we feel them in a more intense way sometimes. But it's important that when our feet hit the floor, that they're pointed straight, that we know our purpose, position, and power. In fact, there's a good book about that right here. You can call our office, you can on our webpage, West, uh, womensvirtues.com. And you can go on uh, YouTube and catch other episodes that we've done and teaching on the purpose, position and power of the woman. And uh, just so it's good to know where God has assigned you. And so I encourage you to do that. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law. And so I wanna talk to us a little bit today about not being afraid of the darkness. This is something I studied years ago And I I remember thinking, we would always talk about the day of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, and the day was, we were always saying, oh, come Lord Jesus. But I would think, well, what I read is that 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 day is gonna be a day of deep darkness. And I don't know if, we need to be careful that we're ready. And one scripture that goes off inside of me a lot is the bride in Revelations, the bride has made herself ready. And the 10 virgins, you know, those who were ready went in when the bridegroom came. So we wanna be ready and knowing our purpose, position and power is a big part of that. And so, uh, but, but one thing too is to deal with the, the fear that the darkness is bringing into the earth. You know, I remember Jesus saying that a man's heart would fail him for fear of what's coming up on the earth. Well, we don't have to fear it because God has a place for us. All we have to do is to, to know, have a knowledge of God and His principles and His ways stay in that place with His principles and His ways. And we will, we don't have to be touched by what's happening in the earth. We're not given over to wrath. You know, when Jesus was on the cross and we need to get a picture of this, we need a revelation of what the cross means. When Jesus was on the cross, He took the wrath of God for the sin and sickness and disease in the earth. He took that wrath. He took God's wrath upon him. We're not we're not a people for the wrath of God. If if we will allow that Jesus Christ took that for us, uh, when it when it says in the beginning, uh, light be when God came in the very beginning said light be and light was literally it's let light be. When the New Testament tells us that we become new creatures in Christ, the old things are passed away, all things are new. Literally, that can say let. The man be a new creature. We have to let God's love in. We have to let God be God in our lives. We have to let his provision uh, be in our lives. We have to take hold of it, like Sarah did. She took hold of the Dunamis miracle work and power, gotten had a baby at a hundred. <laughs> my goodness gracious, I don't know that I'd want to take hold of that, <laughs> but but that was her call. So we let light be. So we don't need to be afraid of the darkness. Remember when they, in Egypt, these are principles of God. You can go back and see his character and how he normally will behave in a situation. This is the character of God. He always provided for his people. He always provided for his people and he had the land of Goshen for them. Uh, in the midst of the darkness going over Egypt. They they had a place to be and they didn't suffer the plagues that came upon other people. And so uh, Psalm 91 tells us about the secret place of the most high God, and it's a safe place. And so we need to learn about those things. But I wrote some vignettes years back. I used to be on KSBJ on radio and do 90 uh, second vignettes. And I'm gonna read a couple of them for you uh, today because I, uh, they really ministered to me too. It says, don't be afraid of the darkness. And I use the scripture in, in um, Genesis, the earth was without form and, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. So he, he was commanding to let, let it happen, let it happen, believe it to happen. And the earth was without form and darkness was on the face of the deep. The Bible says that the, the entrance of God's word brings light. And this scripture gives us a picture of how our father handles darkness. So go back to the very beginning, Genesis 1, 1. What did father God, and we're to imitate him. What did he do with darkness? And, um, notice he fellowshiped with the Holy spirit. And then he spoke light to the darkness it says, the earth was without form and darkness was on the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So there was a darkness on the, on, in the deep and there was darkness on the face of the waters and the, uh, the, literally where it says hovering, it means fluttering, kind of like a, a mother hen sitting up incubating her eggs, uh, fluttering over the surface of the deep. That, that was the ministry of the Holy Spirit going on there. And even the father waited and listened to his spirit. And then he spoke words and creation came into being. And that's what he's calling us to do. And that transition that we talked about a couple of weeks back, he's wanting us to uh, to quit trying to do things the way we've always done it and learn to do things the way he's done it. When he was in a creative mode, he listened to the Holy Spirit. He, he let the Holy Spirit hover. He sat under that. You can sit and journal with the Holy Spirit. You can sit and read the Word of God with the Holy Spirit. You can, uh, it's important to to meditate and think and ask Him questions. You know, I'm in my early days, I, I would write down questions and then I would start looking in the Proverbs and see what they, I would just start reading the proverb of the day. That's a good way to get started. Read the proverb of the day, and then usually most study Bibles will take you to other things now. And so you'll you get a whole Bible study out of that. But write down your question, because sometimes you don't even know what the question is, and you need to clarify what that question is. And And God is ready, willing, and able to answer our questions, and He wants to teach us and train us in His ways. And so... So the, the entrance of his word brings light and the scripture gives us a picture of how God handles the darkness. He fellowshiped with his Holy Spirit. And in Job 38.9, it says thick darkness is referred to as a swaddling band. Job 38.9, thick darkness is referred to as a swaddling band. You know what a swaddling band is? It is a wide belt that's wrapped around a newborn baby's navel. Have you ever thought of it in the dark times of your life as it being a swaddling man to new life? You know, in the darkness, there's always life. There's a seed of life in whatever darkness has come. The darkness is covering the earth today. There's life in there. It's just looking for someone. God is looking for a man to stand in the gap and build up a hedge. God is looking for a man. When I say man, I'm saying human being, male or female looking for a, a human being to speak words that he can act on. Now, all, all my words, he can't a- actually act on, unfortunately. And I have to be careful with that. We all have to be careful. And I think we need to help each other say, uh, uh-uh, what did you just say? Do you want to have what you say? And we help each other. Say, No, no, I take that back. The, the, the times in your life, uh, the dark times in your life as a swaddling band to new life, usually When things get dark spiritually, we get depressed, or emotionally we get upset and start talking every negative thing we can think of. We start prophesying our own defeat. Oh, no, look what's going to happen. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. Just because the news said it's going to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. And so we need to override that. When Jesus rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea and said, Peace be still. That word rebuked means he superimposed a new situation. He superimposed his will or the will of God because he followed the will of God completely. He superimposed the will of God over the the wind. And then he he dealt with the results of that wind, which was the, the disturbance of the sea. And he said, peace be still. Our father's looking for us to do this. All of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. All of creation and our father God is waiting to see his children rise up, arise and shine. It's, what does it say in Isaiah 60? Arise, shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. For uh, behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness shall cover the earth but you shall arise and shine. That's what he wants us to rise up and stand in this place and speak forth and declare and decree the will of God over a situation. And that superimposes that will and it swallows up what Satan's trying to do. Do that with your children, with your kids. If they're off on drugs, speak this word of life over them and let it swallow up what's, what's eating them up and deal with the devil. I remember when we were raising our kids, I remember the Lord telling me, they need, a, they need an intercessor, not a judge. Because I had discovered the scripture. <laughs> I had discovered the scripture that said, when a, when a child is dis, disrespectful and rebellious against their parents, you're to take them out and stone them. And I was about ready to do just that. And he said, no, they need an intercessor. That's, that's Old Testament, stone them. New Testament is run them through the blood of the lamb and through the blood of Jesus and all their sins have been forgiven and, and deal with the New Testament, amen? You handle them with New Testament principles and that is their sin has been atoned for. They need someone to stand in the gap and plead the blood over them and help them. So that swaddling band, uh, usually when things get dark, we get depressed and we start prophesying our own defeat. That swaddling band is real important. Let's think about that. It's over the navel of the baby, and they wrap it really tight so the baby feels safe. But to think that whatever darkness you're dealing with right now, um, or anybody in your family, to to think that that uh, you can speak words and help them with that and swallow that up and that. That is the swaddling band, And just on the other side of that is new life. Uh, sometimes I relate that to a woman having a baby. She's, she's the first one that knows and senses things in her body that she's pregnant. And so many times I think we abort something that God would like to bring forth in, in the dark times because we get scared and we're afraid of the darkness and fear drives us rather than faith. And I know God covers us in a lot of things. His grace is sufficient in a lot of things, but He wants us to learn also how to take darkness and bring forth the light. Amen. How to take the darkness and turn light? the lights on like He did. God shows us what to do when it's dark. Start fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit and ask His counsel what you should say. Then boldly step out and speak life and light the situation that's where our victory is that's where life is born remember life swallows up death light dispels darkness and good overcomes evil hallelujah god bless you amen what a great teaching you know mary jean's teaching from her book woman imagine years ago when mary jean was asking the lord what her position was in the kingdom of god he revealed to her The Woman's Purpose, Position, and Power. And she's written two books, Woman Imagines Being the Latest One. And they're great for a daily devotional or for a small ladies group. But if you'd like to get these, the address is on the bottom of the screen. I know they'll be a blessing to you.